Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio and producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Southside legends are back on NBC Sports Chicago. Every day at 4, relive wins from the 2005 season with White Sox Rewind. Go to NBCSportsChicago.com slash Sox Rewind for the complete schedule. Like taking the field yesterday, knowing everybody back home was watching it, it was like, man, I almost teared up a little bit on the field. Like listening to the Korean national anthem, knowing that everybody back home was watching it, was like, man, it was, it was like I was fighting a lot, a lot of emotions at that time. That's former White Sox infielder Tyler Saladino speaking to us from South Korea, where he's one of the few Americans and few people on the planet playing live baseball right now. He's a member of the Samsung Lions in the KBO League in South Korea. Their season began this week. Hey, everyone, it's Chuck Arfine. This is the White Sox Talk Podcast brought to you by Wintrust. And here on the podcast, Tyler gives us a hopeful glimpse into what could be our future, a window into what baseball might look like if and when the season begins here in the States. We talk about what life is like there, both on the field and off of it. I mean, when he signed to play in South Korea back in January, few even noticed, but now he's feeling the spotlight, the attention, and the enormity of it all. And he's not taking it for granted. We talk about how testing is working there, the incredible bat flipping he's seeing there, Uh, Tim Anderson, take notice. And yeah, he's still a big fan of the White Sox and what's coming in their future. So it's that and more with Tyler Saladino on the White Sox Talk Podcast. White Sox, White Sox, go, go, White Sox. That ball hit deep, way back, deep to the Holy cow, Carlton Perez has put the White Sox ahead. Jimenez leaves the ballpark. You can't put it on the board. Yes. We got a chance to do something real special. All right, sit back, relax, and strap it down. It's time for the White Sox Talk Podcast. All right, we are off to South Korea, and that is where we find Tyler Saladino. How are you doing, Tyler? It is great to hear your voice, and actually, we're on a Zoom, so I get to see your face. How are you doing? Yeah, I'm good. It's good to see you. It's good to be chatting with you familiar face and it's weird that we're uh doing this from as far apart as we are but it's also really convenient and helpful for this kind of thing so yeah good to see you and it's all good out here how does it feel to be one of the few people who are are able to play a team sport right now i mean i can't even imagine what kind of emotions that brings up because we as a society never experienced anything like this I mean, to be playing, actually be playing real games right now is, best way to put it, it's truly surreal. 
like comparative to the first time ever stepping on a major league field in Chicago against the Cubs and looking around and having that surreal moment as I mean, it's not, it's obviously not the same atmosphere, but given the circumstances, it is the closest thing I've ever felt to something that is truly surreal. Now you signed with the uh, Samsung Lions back in January. So this was not like a reaction to the pandemic that's been going on here. But can you kind of take us through how this came to be? Because you first signed with them and you had to get a physical. And when you're living in the United States and they need a physical from you, how did you make that happen? Yeah, I guess um, with with Samsung, with the Lions here, their physical process is you have to come out to South Korea. So, I mean, I was like, all right, well, I guess I'm going to see what South Korea is like. <laughs> got, a, got a little um, taste of it. And so, yeah, came out here, spent a few days out here, got physical. Once I passed that, then it became official. And like you said, that was back in January. So, yeah, hadn't, didn't have a clue about anything to come. Was just kind of took took the best opportunity for my situation. Um, guaranteed, guaranteed uh, team to be playing for, and just went with it. And um, then, yeah, stuff kind of took a turn. We we're out in Okinawa for spring training. Spring training is way different out here. So, like Jared Hoying, he plays for Kiwoom. And he was he played with the Rangers, Texas Rangers, and uh, so he's on Kiwoom, but their spring training was in Arizona. And then Aaron Brooks, you'll know, former Brewer in uh, Oakland, played with him in Colorado Springs, and then um, he so he's playing for Kia, but his spring training was in Florida. He also has Matt Williams managing his team. It's pretty cool. <laughs> um, so others were in Australia. They used to do Guam, but I guess that's, that's not going on anymore. And then we're in Okinawa. So teams are all over the place. So that actually added a bunch of complications to the foreigner situations um, once everything started to develop because certain teams didn't want their guys going back to wherever they wanted them to just stay with the team. And, um, for us, Daegu was where it was really bad out here. I mean, it was, there was thousands of cases. It, it was increasing exponentially every day. And they were saying we might have to go back to Daegu. And I was like, man, I was, I was worried. <laughs> you know, there was, not, not much had happened back home. So I was sort of hoping that I would just go home. It, was, it seemed more safe. And then, yeah, thankfully, well, I mean, it could have gone either way, but ended up going back, back home. But then within two weeks, they just turned it around over here. Mm. And the cases were dropping exponentially. So then we came right back out here and we were back March 23rd. Uh, that's when we, when we arrived back here. And just the other day, there were zero new confirmed cases in Daegu. Or actually in the country. In the entire country, there are zero confirmed cases. Oh, I'm dreaming of that day here. Uh, I have so many questions I want to ask you, but let me just get to the personal side of it. Here you are in Major League. You know, you played here in the Major Leagues. You're playing there. 
you are the envy of so many of your friends who play Major League Baseball. Uh, what are they saying to you? Are they all just jealous that you actually get to play baseball right now? I mean, generally, it seems like everybody's just happy that there's baseball in there. I guess happy for, for myself and for, for us that are out here playing. Um, and, I mean, I'm sure it's just good good to see baseball happening over there. Like gives a little bit of hope and things like that. Um, but I mean, I feel, I feel like a ton of pressure. <laughs> I mean, as, as like thankful as I am for this situation, I feel like a ton of pressure. <laughs> I feel like I'm like, <laughs> you know, there's only a few of us that are out here. So like representing in a big way. And I mean, that's yeah, real. Like I said, well, what do you mean pressure, pressure to succeed or just pressured because you're just one of the very few that are actually doing it from the United States. Yeah. I mean, everything really, like I didn't think I was going to have to, or not have to, I didn't think I was going to be taking zoom interviews with you <laughs> explaining everything, <laughs> you know, catching up with everybody and filling in everybody on what's going on and what it's like. And everybody has so many questions. So it's like, I'm, it's not just baseball right now. You know, it, it is, it's because of baseball and that we're playing, but everybody's so curious about everything. And then next, you know, like yesterday we're, we're playing an ESPN game. And so out here, everybody's like, that's the biggest deal ever. KBO is being broadcast in the States on ESPN. And then on top of that, everybody's watching back home and, but then there's no fans. So it's like, wait, I know people are watching this, but I don't feel like it. But, uh, you know, it's just, you, know, you got to a- answer all the questions and everything. And it's not, no, not like crazy pressure, but it's just, there's a lot, a lot of questions going on and I'm just trying to do my best for everybody right now. Yeah, because you probably thought, I'm going to be so under the radar. No one's going to know that I'm playing baseball <laughs> in South Korea. Now, everybody knows everybody wants to hear what you're going through and you're the envy of, I keep bringing, bringing up the word envy because it's like, we all want baseball and here you are, Tyler Saladino playing baseball. So what is this like from a testing standpoint from just, what does it take for you to get on the field there? So first, before we left the States, we were told when we arrive, we're going to immediately have to do a test. We can't go to the field. We can't participate. We've got to take a test. We've got to clear that test. Once we clear it, we'll be good to go. So we did that. We arrived. It was late. The very next morning, we went to a drive through station. It was like a parking lot of a hospital, basically. And uh, we did the drive through test. It was not enjoyable at all, <laughs> to say the least. Oh, do they do the thing? Um, is it a swab in your um, no, in your mouth? Okay. So they, they do the back, yeah, your mouth. It's like back of your throat. They got to just jumble it around in there. Try not to. You're, they say don't move because they got to get a good sample. So you just, you just got to wear it. And then after that, they, they, uh, <laughs> They show you how far back your nose really goes. And it's much further than you think. And you, you, they, spend, they spend some time getting a good sample. And it's, it's not, you'd think it would tickle or something, but it doesn't tickle. It's not enjoyable. But, I mean, it was 
kind of the afternoon that day that we got that test. And I guess they were busy that day. So we didn't find out until early the following morning. And we found out we were negative. We were, we were good to go. But then at that same time, there was there were some foreigners from other parts of the world that were positive. So if you hadn't been in the country for 14 days, you had to complete 14 days in a quarantine situation. So the three of us, myself and the two other uh, guys from, from the States, um, we had to, we each have our own apartment and we just had to um, just hunk down in, in our apartment. We couldn't leave for 12 more days. And uh, so we did that. And then before at the end of it, we had to do another test and that was for the city. And so we had to do a test for, for the city past that. And then we've been clear. We've been good to go with nothing else. We, we do temperature checks at the field, but like no other testing or anything like that. All right. So every day now, when you go outside, are you able to, are you, are, with, are you wearing a mask or no? Yeah, we, everybody, I mean, I might see one person without a mask on throughout the day, but uh, everybody else has got a mask on. And it's not, I heard it might become a law, but, or a rule, but um, as of right now, it's not. But it's just a cultural thing out here. I mean, masks are completely normal. Like if you, if you or I were to just even have a sniffle or a cough or something, we would just wear a mask just mm-hmm. to, to try and prevent spreading it or whatever. Out so here, it's like... Yeah, it's a part of the culture. Yeah, so so, yeah, so yeah. When, you, when you go to the park, you, they, they take your temperature and you guys are going about your day and you've played two games so far, right? Yeah. Uh, you touched on it a little bit, but what is that like to take the field... There's no fans. And you, you can't – can you high-five your teammates, by the way? We're not supposed to. We try not to. Um, we uh, – the first thing we were doing was like a deking high-five. But what we actually are doing now is um, – I guess this, this sign right here is a universal sign to thank the frontline workers and medical staff. So we're actually – we're actually doing just that to each other. Like I hit a home run. Everybody is on the front of the, of the dugout. And so we put our hand out and they go around like that or just like not touch it. But it's, it's not like we're not told absolutely not, do not have contact with each other. Um, I mean, if one guy, we hit a couple homers tonight and one guy did pat, pat it or make contact and then the other guys didn't, it's not, it's not a big deal. You just don't go around like hugging each other or anything, but they're not, it's not, I don't know. It's not that big a deal. Well, you had a very significant first game because opening day, you got the first hit of the season for your team. Yeah, it was pretty cool. Yeah. <laughs> that made big news here in the United States. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, I didn't even really realize it just because it's playing the game, but after I looked at it, pretty special moment. Pretty, pretty stoked about that. Yeah. So the season is going on. Like when, right now, it's when I'm talking to you, it's almost one o'clock in the morning in South Korea. You have a game 
at night or during the day coming up for you? Yeah, we've got a 6.30 game tomorrow night, so we got some time. And what's the language barrier like? Because I don't think you know the language. I definitely don't. I mean, I don't know how many words I know by now, but for the most part, my vocabulary consists of the, the general um, sayings that you use, like the greetings, the, you know, thank you. Um, when you eat here, you tell everybody to enjoy their meal. So uh, it's Moscow ship show, but you just say it fast. It's like ship show. You just go around ship show, ship show, let everybody know. Um, but the, yeah, that's, there's that, not much more that I know um, besides a couple other things. So thankfully we have good translators and, and they're with us pretty much the whole time and they're able to, you know, I guess make it happen the best it can because there are still differences like baseball terms, the stuff that, the, the way that they describe things. Um, actually, actually joke with our bench coach because the way that they orient their sentences, <laughs> our bench coach is really cool. But I tell him he's talking like Yoda because <laughs> it's backwards. <laughs> so it, that was like part of figuring out what, you know, certain things. Um, so, I mean, it's not that bad. It took a while to get used to, to be honest. In spring training, there was a few weeks where I just was like overwhelmed. Like, I don't know what's going on right now. I don't know if the translations need to be different or something, but I have no clue. I'm just going to – I actually told the coaches, I'm just going to step back and I'm just going to watch because I don't know what play you guys are trying to do right now. So I'm just going to watch the play and then I'll figure it out. And I actually have – I pretty much did that for everything. Like, I don't know this or that. The translation isn't happening. So I pretty much learned most of our plays just from watching and then find out the signs and then go from there. So, I don't know. You just figure it out. Figure it out as you go. Oh, it's funny because you, you really stand out over there. You know, you've got this long hair. You've got a goatee. You know, you're obviously not from South Korea. I mean, do you kind of feel that, boy, I, I really look different? Or maybe they look at you more like, boy, he looks different because they see you really stand out. You don't really see it for so much for yourself. Yeah. Yeah, they don't know what I am, like Mexican or – we <laughs> got all kinds of stuff there actually is a former player that i look weirdly similar to he was a power hitting first baseman for uh, i forgot what team it was but if we had a side-by-side -side profile he's got the goatee he's got the hair he's a right-handed batter like same same build and all that um i forgot his name but we looked very much alike um but yeah i mean not Definitely don't look like a Korean or typical foreigner. Now, when the games are going on, are they piping music into the stadium? Are they playing crowd noise? Like, what is the feeling like? What does it sound like when you play? Uh, well, the, the game yesterday, there was no, um, like, there's like a cheer team, like a giant drums. There's a lead cheerleader guy with a microphone, and he's singing. 
and he's leading all the chants. So in a normal game, he's like keeping all the bands doing the same thing and they're in sync and they're singing loud. Music's playing, the drums are banging. Um, so they're trying to replicate that right now. It actually looks like, so they play stuff on the, so there's, when the visiting team is, is batting, there's really no, like, I don't even know, I can't remember if they even announced them, but there's nothing going on when they're hitting. And then when we're hitting, they're trying to replicate the game situation because even on the big screen, they'll show people at their house watching the game and like cheering. Really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's pretty cool. Even like little kids. So like yesterday was Children's Day. This is a big month in Korea. It, or a month or week. I'm not sure, but um, there's Children's Day. There's Parents' Day. And they're actual holidays. So it was kind of sad because... Children's Day is like the greatest day for the kids to be at the ballpark, but they're stuck at home. So yesterday they just showed so many kids, like every inning they're showing all these kids and they're at the house and they're like yelling fight. Fighting is like the, the word they use out here, you know? And so they're like, all the kids are like cheering and all that. And today they had the cheer squad going and they actually had a camera on them. So I think they're, doing some sort of like stream or something. So they're trying to keep the fans as involved as possible, but at, like for us on the field, I mean, they, they're playing the music and stuff, but there's still nobody in the stands. So it's like, I don't know, there's a little bit of energy, but not, I actually heard some birds chirp today. It's kind of funny. <laughs> I know you're not a scientist, far from it, but we're all wondering how, when, if there'll be baseball here in the United States and what it would take, but you guys being on, you know, taking the, the, the South Korea, taking the lead on this, you see what, it, how it can work and how much, I don't know how much you're paying attention to where things are at right here, but I mean, do you see our country getting to where you guys are at, where there is baseball in 2020? Man, that's a, that's the hardest question ever. Like you said, I'm not a scientist and I am not in charge of running the country. So what I think about it probably doesn't hold too much uh, in terms of that. But I mean, the biggest difference is that out here, it's one country with a fraction of the amount of people that we have back home. And they're all basically under the same same um, approach, you know, it's like something comes up, everybody goes inside. They like for this, they go through, clean everything, test everybody and nobody leaves. Nobody, nobody even thinks about leaving. Everybody just stayed inside and orders their food or cooks at home or whatever. And they just shut down and, and just like tackle it head on. They were also like, I'm sure it's different because of the amount of people, but they were, they were equipped for it. Um, they had all, all testing was available immediately. The facilities were put up immediately. Um, there was nothing to worry about for, for all the frontline workers and medical staff. They're all suited and booted head to toe, come in, get tested. And so they're able to do those kind of things, which that's the biggest challenge back home. And you have, however many hundreds of millions of people we have across all these different states with different guidelines and rules and how to do things. And 
on the West Coast versus New York, New York City versus South and Midwest and rural places and all of that. It's just so much different back home. So to organize all of that, is, it's much easier over here. So, I mean, I would love, of course, like everybody else, I wish we could just snap our fingers and everything is back to normal. But, I mean, unfortunately, that's not the reality. And I, the, only, the only thing I can say is that the way that they, I, based on the way they, they did things out here, from what I understand, everybody just stayed inside. And they got tested if they needed to get tested. While they were inside, if, if they weren't sick, they didn't have a reason to get tested. And within a, a few weeks, obviously it's less people, but within a few weeks, the people that were tested and, and were confirmed cases, they are getting treated and everybody else was just inside. And I mean, like I said, there's just way less people over here, but you know, that's just the way it was over here. And, and they were able to get a handle on it. And I don't know, it's a lot different back home though. Yeah. You're there by yourself. I mean, you have your teammates. Is it, do you, I don't want to say, is it lonely, but is it just weird that you're just, you feel very, how detached from the world do you feel? It would have been one thing if you just went over there to South Korea to play baseball, but it's now under a quarantine as well. I mean, you can go out, but is it, we're just in such a weird time and you have family here and friends back here and yet you're an island out over there. Yeah. I mean, to be honest, I felt detached or really far away from everybody like while we are in Okinawa for spring training because we were literally on a tiny little island in Japan and there wasn't a whole lot of this corona stuff going on. So at that point in time, I was like, man, I'm out here right now. Good thing for a couple Americans and some translators. Otherwise, I don't know what I'd be doing. But I mean, now that this has happened... I mean, I'm sitting here on the computer talking to you. I don't feel that far away from everything. And, you know, ESPN getting, you know, um, setting the thing up for, for the games out here, having tons of people that I'm in contact with because of that. And also people asking questions and stuff like that. I don't feel that far away. I mean, the distance sort of feels like it's there, but at the same time, I'm, I'm in touch with a lot of people right now. So, I don't feel that far away. I just, I don't know. I feel that sucks because everything's fine here. I mean, there were zero confirmed cases in, in the country the other day. And there's very few local cases. Most of the cases come from foreigners that are coming into the country. Um, but it's mandatory, like zero tolerance. They go right into quarantine. You have to quarantine no matter what. Like I was telling you earlier, Buchanan's wife just landed and she's got to go through a full quarantine, even though she's, um, she's, she doesn't have the virus, but, uh, I mean, it's kind of, it just, it sucks because we're able to do so much here and it, it hurts. It really does. Like taking the field yesterday, knowing everybody back home was watching it. It was like, man, I almost teared up a little bit on the field. Like listening to the Korean national anthem, knowing that everybody back home was watching it was like, man, it was, it was like, I was fighting a lot, a lot of emotions at that time. And that, you know, I just, 
that's that adds to the surreal side of things and not just the that pressure we were talking about earlier i just want to represent well and um, <clears throat> try and do stuff in any way i can like just sitting here talking with you or you know answering some messages to to people back home just to do whatever i can to um sort of help people out through baseball right now so i hope it turns around back home sooner than later and we can get it going again for everybody yeah do you kind of feel like you're carrying a little bit of the country on your shoulders because of the opportunity that you have and you're like the window into our baseball world you're part of that yeah it blows my mind when you say that so, I mean, I had to do those few questions that we had before the, the game yesterday. And the second question, they told us ahead of time, here's your three questions. And the second question when they, they told it to me was, um, you know, there wasn't even a question. It was just say, it was the, this is your time to say hi to everybody back home. And I was like, that's when it hit me. Like, holy crap, this isn't even a live interview. I'm just talking to a camera with a microphone and they're recording and they'll play it later. But in that moment, it was like, holy crap. I mean, I got to put together something good right now. <laughs> like, I hope I say something decent at least right now. I hope it'll just totally blow this. But it, it was like hard. I wanted to just like, wish I could just stretch Armstrong through the camera and just hug everybody. That's all I really wanted to do. I didn't even have words, whatever. I, I don't even know what I said. But in that moment, I just felt like, Holy crap! This is this is, I, I've got this message right now. Dang! I mean, like I said, in so many ways, there's so many emotions, and everything is so surreal that I just hope I'm. I just want to do a decent job of representing right now. Yeah, but you know, I'll say this about you because you are someone who can handle that. You know, I've met a lot of White Sox players over the years, and you're one of those guys who you know, kind of gets it, understands the moment. I mean, you, you could have just seen the camera and be like, oh, yeah, hi, how you doing? No, you understood what that was going to mean and what the significance of all this is. So I, I think I, I um, you know, there are others who obviously could have done it well, as in just like you, but I just feel like you uh, are someone who I'm glad that you are representing the country right now over there. You're one of the, the few that I would say, you know what, let's get Tyler Saladino over there. He gets it. Yeah. It means a lot. Really appreciate that. I mean, yeah, that's, that's where I'm coming from. And I, I try to, I try to put myself in everybody's shoes. I, it's not just, I'm not just out here playing baseball and whatever, you know, you're always representing something, whether it's your family or your team or like the white Sox. I'd, Whoever it was I was playing for, minor league team, it didn't matter if we were in Kannapolis. You're representing Kannapolis. And in this situation, I happen to be representing our home country. And there's a few of us out here, but and we'll all have opportunities to do stuff like this. But um, in that, yeah, like anytime I get those moments, it just hits me really hard. I want to try and do, I want to try and at least be the best I can for everybody. So. I hope what's going on is doing a lot. I've gotten a lot of messages that said from, from people saying how much, it, how much joy I brought them or how much they um, 
or just loving just sitting there watching some baseball and stuff like that. So I, I know it is, it is doing what, what we, what we hope for it to be doing. So, um, it's tough with the time difference, you know, whatever, whatever it is for wherever you are, it's, I know it's not the most convenient. Do they actually, can you play back the game or is it just live and that's it? Yeah. I was just, I was wondering that and I, I probably should have looked into it because I'm waking up in the morning and all oh, the game happened and I'm thinking they got to replay this. Who's going to be able to, well, I shouldn't say who's going to be able to, but it's a lot easier to wake up and you know, I'm going to start taping it. You can always tape it, but oh, I, yeah. I think they, they should probably re-air it when most people are awake. Right. Yeah. Yeah. You'd think that'd be convenient or at least like archive it and you can just go back and play the game or something. Just have like all the games. Cause they're only doing one game per day. So on ESPN, on ESPN. Yeah. There is an app out here. Naver TV. Naver is like the Google out here. And so if any game is live, that's again, the time difference makes that tough, but you know, for like the day games out here, you can go on the neighbor TV app and that's what my dad was doing before the ESPN thing to watch our exhibition games. And, um, you could just watch it live. It's all, whatever game is live. You can, you can just click it and start watching. You won't have a translation though. You gotta, <laughs> you might learn some Korean. Yeah. How is the pitching out there? Uh, it's, it's different for sure. Um, there's a lot of like the, the velocity of things are down, but they pitch differently. The strike zone, the strike zone is, the low strike is about the same, maybe, uh, maybe not as much, but the, <laughs> the top of the strike zone here is so much different. They don't even bother with that. It's the, they stick to the corners, they, they throw different pitches to the corners because they, they don't even bother with that stuff. Like you throw it at the belt, it's probably a ball. It's so much different. So you get a lot of different stuff, different, it's just different speeds all the time, different deliveries and stuff like that. But we faced uh, Mike Wright through for NC Dinos today. He's, uh, you know, uh, Baltimore and uh, he was, he threw for them today. So that was, that was a fun, fun game. It's, it's like facing what we're used to and, He's yeah, you probably want that. You're like, oh, you're probably every before every game you're looking. Okay, look, let me look at the roster. Hopefully, there are there's a former major leaguer in there that I can at least know, have an idea what might be coming. Yeah, completely. I love I love facing those guys. It's just fun because it just takes you away from everything Korea, and you just get to do ball against them again. So that stuff is fun. He actually drilled me right in the back, which wasn't fun, but he did. Yeah, I think a slider got away from him. No. It, that was a hard slider, though. Tell you what, it didn't feel good, but no hard feelings. Well, you, there is no. one pitcher I cannot believe, I like, can believe it, but it's just so funny, who's in the league, who White Sox fans know. It's, and I, I can't even say his name. I'm so bad at it. Odrissimer Despagne. Yeah, there you go. Sound right. And have you, you know who this guy is? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Have you seen, I mean, I mean, how, he war- it, have you seen how he warms up for a game? I have not. Is it got, got a little different thing going on or what? He does not go to the bullpen. He is literally he just – he comes out like 10 minutes before the game, does a little like bit of stretching, maybe throws one or two, three, four pitches, and he's ready to go. No way. Yeah. No way. That like defies all things Asian baseball. 
<laughs> I, I, or just American baseball, well, like everything. Like, yeah, I mean, I've heard some guys back home that you know don't really have too much of a thing before, but out here they're probably. I would love to know what they were thinking. <laughs> he said, no, I don't do that. <laughs> yeah, so I had no idea that he did this. And this was – he was on the Sox last year for a little bit. He comes out – like, we're getting ready to start the game, and we don't see him anywhere. He comes out like 10 minutes before the game, and all the relievers were standing on the top step, and they're just like, we are waiting to see what he does because we heard about his pregame so warm-up. always been his thing. It's not like he just Yeah, this started. is what he does. Well, this is oh, what he's wow. been – this is what he – and he's like – 35. I mean, he's an older guy. Yeah. And he was the opening day starter for KT Wiz. Is that the name of the team? Yeah, yeah. These are his numbers. Here we go. Sox fans are going to be like, are you kidding me? Six <laughs> innings, four hits, one run, no walks, eight strikeouts. <laughs> That's awesome. He was dealing. About just rolling out and doing it. So, uh, I, I, do you know, are you, I assume you're going to face them. KT Wiz? Yeah, we'll face them. I'm sure we'll face them, but there's only 10 teams out here. Yeah, so be on the lookout for that. Unless he's totally changed his routine, this is what he does. He's, he's, oh, if he's 35 and he was doing it for you guys last year, I'm sure he's still doing it out well, here. Well, it didn't work out very well with the White Sox, so maybe he's changed it after a while and now he's do, trying this instead. Um, one last thing, and uh, it's just about the 2020 White Sox. I mean, I know you – kind of keep up with the White Sox. What yeah. do you think about where this team is headed and what could be in the future for them? Yeah, things are looking pretty good over there. Uh, I was kind of – that was one thing that was a bummer. I was looking forward to watching them this year. And obviously, hopefully that's uh, a thing here soon. But, yeah, man, they put together a good team. They got a lot of guys. There's a lot – there's a lot of a lot of threats throughout that whole team, so that is uh, I definitely would say that that um, it's a team to watch for sure. Like it's that's a team that I even even biased biased or not, I would be watching White Sox baseball all year. Well, we're we watching Tyler Saldino baseball <laughs> <laughs> for the time being. I'm gonna. Uh, <laughs> So you, uh, you, so you're playing. Who are you playing tonight? We play. We're we've got one more game against the NC Dinos. Okay, it's a team that Eric Thames used to play for. And uh, then I, Aaron is playing for them right now. Uh, he was with the Phillies. Yeah, there's someone on that team who had quite the bat flip against you guys. Uh, what was that the other day? I, I honestly, I didn't even see it. There are there are so many good bat flips out here. It's incredible. I don't even know how they do that. Like the the timing and rhythm of that stuff is incredible. It is awesome. They also bat flip like Texas League singles though, so that doesn't count. You gotta hit a bomb if you're gonna do it. Basic bat flips are not cool. No, I mean no. they still look cool, but they don't have the result that a bat flip requires. You hit a bomb and you do one of those bat flips, it is a majestic thing. <laughs> There's a guy out here, I don't know his name. There's a, this one guy has got like, he is like the number one bat flipper. When you see this, it just makes, like your first, my first reaction is how far did the bat just go? Because <laughs> it looks like he chucked it to the dugout. <laughs> it's incredible. 
Who is he? I want to look him up. Do you know his name? The names are so hard out here. I mean, I don't know how. I I, I would need like a full roster of everybody, and I still wouldn't be able to get it. What team does he play for? A white and red team, but there's like three of those. (laughs) Sorry, I'm no help right now. But All right. I'll Google best bat flip in South Korea and see what pops up. Oh, you're you're going to have so many. <laughs> but there will be a right-handed batter who lets it fly. You can't miss it. Even Are though they're work- all let it fly, this, this guy's special. Are you working on your bat flip? I, I don't know how to. I, I mean, I got the, the, I have the same spot as their finish, but I don't have this part of it yet. It's like I hit it and I just think run. It's like they hit it, and they know that in this moment, this is bat flip moment. I'm already thinking run, so i got to, like, slow that moment down. That's what I'm working on. Stay here for a second, and then, and then do, do the flip. I'm yeah. trying myself here. Yeah. Swing and, and, and let it fly from there. Or if you're a one-hand finish, I saw this in the highlights today. There's a one-hand finish guy, and he it's – it's not, it's, not it's not like a – malicious move at all or anything it's just all in his swing and the the, the back comes out gotta have a loose wrist there's there's definitely a loose wrist thing that just as soon as, as soon as you get to the back just pretend pretend you want to throw your bat as high as you can back up so you just launch that's awesome well it's going to bring all of us joy watching baseball i'll be watching you batting third by the way no pressure yeah, fourth today. Oh, Less fourth. Cleanup. Wow, <laughs> cleanup. Yeah. Well, hey, this has been great catching up with you. Uh, it's what a weird time we're in. Uh, I, I, when I, if you would have told me in January that you were going to play in South Korea, that I would be doing a Zoom interview. I didn't even know what Zoom was. Same here. And that you I would. You're basically how to get this thing going. Yeah, yeah. And that, you know, you would be like the, the shining light for all of us. No offense. But, you know, back in January, that, that I would be wanting to watch you play in South Korea would give me so much joy. Well, here we are. <laughs> yeah, I know. I know. I, I, honestly, it's great, great being on this with you and catching up with you. I mean, always <laughs> love talking with you. So I, I, I do enjoy this but under the circumstances it is unfortunate uh, but hopefully this um hopefully you know this or the espn stuff and everything that that they're doing and kbo hopefully it is something for everybody and and uh hopefully hopefully some bat flips are enough to hold everybody over maybe tell tim to tell ta to start working on a korean bat flip see if he can introduce that into into mlb into the states That'll be something. <laughs> I think that, that would be something. Let's add another chapter to the bat flip for Tim Anderson. If he started doing that. Now we're talking. Forget about it. <laughs> I'm awesome. going to shoot him a message with, with like one of the, one of the classic, classic bat flips they do out here. He's right-handed, too. It's perfect. He's got a one-hand finish, so he's got to do something different. But maybe if he gets a little two-hand finish on a certain swing and that's the opportunity. He can do the, the launch, get that going. We'll see. 
want to send him a video and have, see if he can see if he can do an imitation and uh <laughs> we'll spread that around see what happens with it i think um, we'll be all for it we, we could um i think getting getting tim to do a little little uh at home quarantine video of him doing a korean a kbo style bat flip i think we're on to something you know what i think he'll do it i know he'll do it <laughs> We're going to send, I mean, I'm going to send this to him and then you can send the bat flip to him. We're going to make this work. Yeah, yeah, let's do it. We're going to have to do it. Tim Anderson, you've got some bat flip research to do. Uh, We'll be sending that Tim's way and we'll see what happens there. Uh, My thanks to Tyler Saladino, who uh, was up at about one o'clock in the morning in South Korea talking with me for this interview. He is a great, great guy. Uh, one of my favorites of the last 10 years covering the White Sox. And uh, just, uh, he gets it. He really, truly gets it. And uh, I'm glad he's representing us over there in South Korea. So my thanks to him and my thanks to you for listening to the White Sox Talk Podcast brought to you by Wintrust, your home for White Sox checking with free ATMs nationwide. Go to their special White Sox webpage. It is www.wintrust.com slash Sox. Hawk Harrelson, take it away. Thanks, our Chuck. And this edition of the White Sox Talk Podcast is over.